0: The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started.
1: Roger.
2: 34 come
3: Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Veg Girl podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement to express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, If you just want to vent. You can do that, too. Now, hold on. Wait a minute, civilians. We haven't got about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, the Vanguards are discussing the 2022 crime rate plus what can be done to decrease the crime in Chicago and much, much more. So, without further ado, let's get busy. What you know, good holiday? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm about to be better in three, two, one. Oh, yeah. Uh oh yeah oh, uh, this, show, this show about to be lit now oh uh, mother sucks <laughs> <laughs> I'm, act- bu- <laughs> I'm activated now what's Uh-oh. good what's good with you oh man man i'm always smooth man always smooth there you go it's nice man miss waddy how you doing
4: i'm good
3: okay that's cool that's cool all right guys let's get moving um listen and I came across some information about CTA. they they're hiring. I was just happened to be outside, and you know, and uh, looked at look at a billboard and saw that CTA is hiring. So I felt like, hey, why don't we just put it on the show? So when people hear this, if they know, if anybody knows people that needs a job and uh, looking to, or to get a better job, they can apply. So. CTA, so, so Chicago Transit Authority, they are hiring, they are hiring for mechanics or bus operators. Now, the mechanics, they make a little more, they make it between $31 to $39 an hour, and the qualifications for that is that they have a high school diploma or a GED and two years of automotive repair minimum, okay? Now, the deadline for that to fill out for, for, for the mechanics for CTA is February 28th. Now they're also hiring for bus operators. Now, for a bus operator, they pay twenty eight dollars an hour. You have to possess a Class B driver's license and twenty one years of age. Uh plus, plus, you must be able to pass a drug alcohol test. Damn, alcohol test too? Yeah, I guess you can't be no lush or nothing like that. So so yeah. So uh <laughs> and the deadline is soon for that. It's January thirty first, so so don't don't uh don't miss out. Just in case somebody you know, somebody or yourself, want to have a better work a better job, or you're not working at this currently, you know, here you go. You might you know throw your hat in the ring, see what happens. And if you do make it to be a bus operator, if you see us, come on the bus. You know, make sure we get on for free. No problem, no problem. Cause I, I got you. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna let everybody on for free. As oh, matter of fact, let me. What? Matter of fact, let me drive the bus too. Oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, guys. In the academy, did you guys have to? Did you guys go to the the uh, the CTA? The train. The train. Train yard. Sta- train <laughs> <The> yard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. They still did that. Did they? No. When I went, they had us. We didn't drive the bus, but we was able to take the bus off park. Oh well, whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, you no, know, I don't even think we was on a bus. We was on the train. Okay. Nah, we didn't even do no bus. It just showed us the train, like how to how to uh open the windows, emergency exit from from the actual uh metro train. Okay. And uh like what to press to like uh emergency brakes outside, like what buttons to press. Oh man, I forgot all that stuff. I, I know yeah. we went to the train too, but I forgot all that stuff. Like bus? And I don't remember yeah, yeah. a car. Yeah, we was on a bus and the, and there was a bus operator and she uh told us how to to put the bus in reverse or drive just in case something happened where we have to, you know, take take possession of a bus or you know, mm-hmm. it, it was long ago, so i I I, I forgot. So I, I promise
0: you all I remember is walking. <laughs> all, literally all I remember is walking.
3: Just walking, huh? yep
0: <laughs> i don't remember none of that
3: really okay yeah we should do a rec- you know it should be a refresher i if i kind of mm-hmm. i'm gonna drive a bus
5: <laughs>
3: i'm to <gonna> drive my- <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right let's all right, let's move on with the show listen guys we haven't we haven't done this in a couple of weeks i believe but the stories people are, you know, they intrigue and they like they love the stories that we tell. So, anybody got anything new on the beat? Miss um, Waddy, come on, Miss Waddy. We know you. It's, it's been a, it's been, a, it's been a month. What, 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 what we get, Miss Waddy?
0: I don't think anything. Oh, let me see, let me see, let me see. I he feel like, to, some, I feel like had, something stupid is coming to my head. Like something okay. else. But I don't. Let me see. Let me see if it's. Oh, what is, what is it? What is it? What is it? No, I can't think of nothing. Damn. Sorry.
3: Damn, Man, you was our hope, Miss White. <laughs> no, <I'll just> play. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Hey, listen. Like I said before, we all get paid the same. Yep. <laughs> uh, holiday, what about yourself? Uh, Of course, we get on intoxication costs, domestic. We get on scene. Both numb nuts, male and female, were both intoxicated. The male didn't. De- the male didn't want to tell us that the lady friend of his is a prostitute. Nice. It mm-hmm. was both drunk. It was his house. She she wanted him arrested because he re- withheld her phone, her cell phone that she had in her hand when we arrived on scene. Mm-hmm. I said, mm, she said he hit me. No, no marks nowhere, but she she wasn't. Uh, that wasn't her first line of the fence. It was like my phone, my phone, my phone. I was like, okay. We go to him. He's sloppy drunk. He can barely stand. He just said, "I want her out of my house. And I want to go to bed." <laughs> but he's the one with a tore up T shirt. Like, okay. Hmm. okay. I was like, look, he had like little looked like markings on his neck, but of course, there were hickeys. All right, All right so, nice night
5: there. long story nice
3: short, night. the lady got mad. Mm-hmm. She put her camera to her face. Thank god, her daughter that had sense was there. She started cussing her daughter out because she was on our side. Um, mm. long story short, the daughter got the mom in the car, mom got out the car and walked away. Asked for a supervisor on scene. This is after we all pulled away. Man, we coded that shit. We're like, man, look. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. He went back in the house. She walked off. She asked for a supervisor on scene. Of course, we get back. She's not on scene. Mm -hmm. I I, I say, you know what? The hell with these intoxication calls. Learn how to hold your liquor. (laughs) That's the Man. thing
0: I don't like. If y'all choose to get drunk and act dumb, you don't need to call us to do that.
3: For a I phone. For that He withheld my phone. It's not like we came on saying, Yay, yeah, punch the hell out of it They're like, yay, yeah. yeah do yeah. So so he, So you saying that first when you when you went to go talk to her. She ain't said nothing about no, he hit me. It's a yeah. phone. Yeah, he he withheld my phone. I said, Where's your phone at now? It's right here. I was like, <laughs> Why'd so she has it. Yeah, uh, that's that's just as bad. The time I went to the damn job of a missing person, I talked to the lady. Sarah got her upstairs. I said, "What the fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Hold on, pole cats Wait a Wait, hold on. <laughs> wait is She here? Is she ain't missing? <laughs> she's like. And then that's when she. I was like, you know, this ain't no missing person. So she just wanted to vent. She she. Took the daughter's cell phone and the daughter went ape shit. She got mad, right? Yeah, like, and and she didn't know what, what to did. do, like who to no. talk to. Like, look, <laughs> is I said, "What shit it, upstairs?" Yeah, it it it, it? I was, I was on cycles. I looked at my FTO like, uh, <laughs> uh, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Would,
5: you, would
3: you, would you like a missing person report? Yeah,
5: may God here.
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right like yeah your daughter yeah, you hear of a missing person when's the last time you seen her man she's upstairs what <laughs> <laughs> It's not to be I, and now i wish yeah i wish i see my face expression then i wish i had a camera on my face then i'm like what man quit playing with me but. you know sometimes you know you said that but it'd be like that it people just want to vent just want to have something to talk to Mm-hmm. that's why as police officers we wear so many different hats because it's like okay i guess i'll be uh i guess i'll be the rabbi and all right confess your souls to me my son or my child or whatever because it's like <laughs> it's like all right well you know she's she's home she's not missing maybe right. you need to maybe you need to do some family counseling or anger management or whatever case when they maybe need to take your like what size shoe you wear miss i wear a six maybe need to take that your side shoe and ramp up brass or something. I don't know. I don't know what the case may be, but yeah. you gotta figure it out.
5: <laughs> hmm
3: So, man, but no, dude. Excellent story. Excellent story. It'd it be funny, man. Uh, going to some of these calls and you'd be like, what, What's going on? Like, my man, your shirt is ripped, you get hiccups on your neck. Obviously, you had a good night, but it turned we're left, and then now you guys can't stand each other. You got what yeah. you need, she got what she need or whatever, and now, now you're arguing. <laughs> it's like, man. And then she got a phone back. Call the police. She got a phone back. You arrive and I'm like, yeah, he got my phone. Where your phone at? Or oh, I have it. Well, why are you still doing get get out of here? Get lost. Right. <laughs> right. Man. But yeah, people. That's sometimes there. Yeah, that's the cost we're going sometimes <laughs> But um uh, man, I got I have a funny one. I have nice. a funny one. I've been dying to tell this story for the longest. Nice. I was working with uh I think I was working with Nunez, I forgot. And um, I think that's his name. If not, man, forgive me. Uh, we're driving, I'm driving, and we're rolling, and uh we see, we see, we see a couple cats, but our view was blocked on the other guy. So there was a g there was a Hispanic guy wearing a red coat, and there was a black guy wearing a black coat. Okay. So on the, on the corner we see the Hispanic guy with the red coat. Fall on the floor. Nice. Did he get up? And then we see the black guy, the black coat, fall on the floor. And nice. We're like, what's, we're like, what's going on over here? So we turned the corner. Okay, these two guys are arguing, going at it. Now, mind you, these guys are like maybe, maybe mid fifties, maybe. So <laughs> we get out, and one dude was like, I talked to one guy. My partner talked to the to the. To, I talked to the guy in the red. My partner talked to the guy in the black. And I said, my man, what's going on? And he was like, Man, I'm coming back from culinary art school and I got my mom some Subway. And this guy gonna, yeah, Mexican. Uh something, uh, you know, go back to Mexico or something like that. No. And said, he don't, he only he was like, he don't even know. I ain't never been to Mexico, bro. <laughs> 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 And I was like, I catch it. That's like me going back to Africa. I had never been there. <laughs> you know, so. And so, so I'm like, okay. And then, then, you know, then he was like, yeah, you know, he was talking, you know, he was talking about me, curse me, you know, and, and uh, I ain't, I don't even know this guy. So then the guy in the black, the, you know, the black guy was like, you know, because he came up. He said, Man, you ain't go do nothing. So these guys about, essentially, is about to fight in front of us. And I was like, All right, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, well, Take it easy. What is it about? So I talked to the guy in the black, what, What's going on? Man, he said something about me first. I said, I said, Guys, yeah, I'm sitting up there like, Guys, we some grown men. You know what I'm saying? All right. Said, you know what I'm saying? What are you about to do? You about to go, Yeah, I got my mom some food, man. And it's over there on the floor. And I said, all right, what you get? What'd you get, some subs? I said, good things are cold out here. He said, man, you funny, huh? <laughs> and
5: I, <was> just like... <laughs> I said, yeah, so
3: you don't have to worry about getting cold. Because... Yeah. So, so the guy was, so the the, the, the Hispanic guy was like, well, like, yeah, you know what? You know, if, if he only knew, if he only knew me, I think he was a little, he was a little intoxicated too. He, he was like, if he only mm-hmm. knew me, man, I would make albums. You know, I would make him a mean enchilada. You know, that's how that's how cold I am in in the kitchen. And I would say, hey, that's cool. He said, man, you don't do that. You don't talk about people. You know, you know what about if I was talking to you? You know, he said you ain't getting no nuts. Yeah, that's right. Cause he was saying, he <laughs> said, yeah, that's what it was. I'm now, now thinking the black dude said he had no nuts or something like that. So so the Hispanic guy was like, yeah, where your nuts? Where your nuts at now? You know, the police here, you get big nuts? No, you get small nuts. <laughs> no. And I'm just sitting here rolling. And I'm sitting here rolling. I'm like, no. yeah, keep telling. I said, keep telling what he is. He said, man, you a punk. He said, you a punk. You ain't going to do nothing. You say, you're lucky these officers are here. I said, yeah. I said, tell him. And then my man, my man got a little too excited because he let the N-word slip. Mm. And I turned and looked at him. I said, dude, I said, Really? I said you was on the roll until you said the inward. He said, My bad, bro. I just, you know, I don't mean nothing by it. I said, man, get your sandwich and take it to your mom going home, man. Said, That's it. That's <laughs> it. All right. It's over. <laughs> so, just... <laughs> yeah, man. So <laughs> man, it that, that had me rolling two old, two old cats over there fighting and stuff over some, yeah. over some BS. <laughs> random. Just random as hell. Just yeah. random. So I, you know, I kinda encouraged it too. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> he he said, man, he said, he said, yeah, he told me I had no nuts. Where's his nuts? I
6: said, Yeah, <laughs>
3: tell him. I said, tell him about himself then. Tell him. And he's like, Yeah, you a punk. I would have made a mean enchilada. You know, something then he let the N-word slide slide and I looked at him like, bro. <laughs> he was like, Oh my man. And he said, My bad, man. I I I was just, you know, I don't mean nothing by it man, get your sandwiches, take it to your mom, man. <laughs> Ruined the Yeah, name. man. I told the other guy, man, leave him alone, man. Just, where you about to go? I don't even think he, I even stuck around and heard his answer. I was like, all right, I'm <laughs> go. It's cold out here. Well, yeah, man, that, boy, that night was, man, that night was funny. Because <laughs> my partner was looking at me like, because I was instigating. I was instigating the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you call resolving. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's on, say what's on your mind. So, yeah, man. Say it with your chest. Yeah, say it with your chest. It's cold to be fighting. <laughs> it was cold that day. Yeah, it's cold to do anything, man. man. Don't, even talk, don't even look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of cold, I see in the news they're going to have the polar bear challenge down at the North Avenue beach. Miss mm. Waddy you kind of adventurous would you would you No do- no no no, no. no, no, no not <laughs> Okay
0: not those type of adventures
5: <laughs>
0: like diving into the lake
5: <laughs>
0: no clothes or being bikini on when
3: Mm-mm. its cold
0: Mm-mm. I don't do stuff like that my mind don't think like that
3: <laughs> No nah. I, I, I'll, I'll watch you guys on the news, <laughs> right? For sure. All right, let's keep the show going. Holiday, man, any follow-ups from uh, last episode? All right, so we have two, we thank y'all. Uh, first it's from Ty. Thank you for listening, Ty. Ty wrote, I checked out the last episode called Fan Mail. Really appreciate you guys. For taking the time out to answer uh listeners' questions. I have a question of my own. What mm-hmm. would you change about the police department? Ooh. Damn, Ty. That's a that's a good question. Who 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 wants to go first?
0: I don't mind going first. Just to make it brief. Okay. Um what I would change about the police department. <laughs> Couple of a few things, or, or, or a few things, I would, was in any type of leadership position, I would change this whole doing this cancel days off thing. Because the fact of the matter is, it's the higher If people not signing up, people not signing up. It don't matter how many times you cancel somebody days off. If it's not enough offices, it's not enough offices. you just low manpower. So it don't make sense to cancel people days off. And we talk about officer wellness, but not well, you're not contributing to officer wellness when you're depriving them of their time to rest and recuperate, which is their days off. So mm. that's something I would change the whole cancel days off. Um Whoever's in leadership that really don't support the police should not be in our leadership. Um, mm, okay. We'll change that and honestly I would change the investigation process like how investigations are conducted because I feel like it's a lot of good officers who are getting in trouble for like petty stuff that was literally accidental and not motivated by nothing biased or really blatant unprofessionalism um I would have it so they leave those officers alone and anybody who was like as far as changing the department I would really do a thorough investigation like as far as how people respond to the people in the community, you know, racial biases. I don't believe in suspending nobody because they have racial biases. I believe in fighting them. They shouldn't be on the job. Mm. But you still okay. got racist on the job. You, that's a fact. It's not about making it about... It's not about race baiting. That's a fact. It's just like any job. You know what I'm saying? But if you find those people, they should not be on the job anymore. There should be no excuses made. There should be no second chances because that's a... That's really a underlying hate issue. Like you can be on scene, you know, you just never know where that can go. So yeah, that's what I would change.
3: Oh no, that's eight. Miss Wadi. Strikes all all across the board there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Holiday, you have anything cat daddy? No, nah, what I was gonna say is they didn't need to change the uniform. The shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Same change the year. motherfucker. So random, <laughs> that, that that was random as hell, wasn't? It?
5: What the, what's, <laughs> wrong, what's,
3: wrong, what's wrong with the uniform? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. What's wrong? I, I don't like. This was this was. No, 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 no. I'm messing. <laughs> I'm messing around. I'm messing <laughs> Nah, it's, it's all oh, good. Man. Uniforms all good. You know what I'm saying?
7: You know. <laughs> Uniforms dope. all good.
3: Listen, I I um. Uh, to piggyback what you said, Ms. Wadi, about the uh, officer Wellness, I feel they use it as a punchline, some of the uh, supervisors in um, the brass and the, on the department. I know quite a few, quite a few friends of mine have committed suicide, and I feel that uh, supervisors, listen, we can only control our own house. So if a okay. commander, you in you, you the house of, of seven or six, or you know what I'm saying, and so on and yeah. so forth. You can control what's going on in your house. Now, here's the thing, officers. We shouldn't have to. It, me personally, what I what I want to change about the department is too micromanage. Yeah, it's too micromanage. I hate I hate a micromanager. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't stand a micromanager. Like somebody, like a supervisor, say, hey, "What you doing? Get the get the hell out of my face!"
8: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Not not saying that they do that to me, but I hear it to other officers right now if you have to micromanage an officer because the person just just lacking and you know I I get it
0: that's different
3: it's different but for us for us to hey we got lives outside of this job if something happened we you know the call in you have to put an hour on the front or two hours on the front or hours on the end it's like really do we need really need to put hours on the front or hours on the end can we just just leave you know what I'm saying like you know, mm-hmm. Something's going on. Like, hey, you know what? And and most of the time, the supervisors take care of you. But yeah. you do get some some butthole supervisor. Yeah, let me get a slip. And it's like right. really. Yeah. It's like really like I can't I can't just come to work late. I have a valid excuse. Right. I can't leave early because I have a valid excuse. I well, I won't change about like for me is the micro the micromanagement of it. I. I, I, I can do without it. Like, like we say, it's different for somebody who needs it, but for the most part, we're all grown men and women here. What else you get, Holiday? All right. Uh, second one is from Paul. Uh, thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul wrote Jules, I think you're lying about eating donuts. All cops eat donuts. (laughs) Okay, okay, all kinds of donuts. Okay, all right. I'll tell you this I say this I like donuts. I like donuts. I like jelly. I like jelly donuts. Mm. Uh, Krispy Kreme got them, man, them glazed donuts, man. Yummy. But, like for me, you won't catch me in uniform eating them. That's just it, man. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be the one that's eating the, my jelly donuts standing outside and, you know, <laughs> Like look, and, at like, look at this copy and this Doda, Right. <laughs> right. No, I, knew yeah, yeah, right. Man, I knew it. Yeah, right. I knew it. Oh, man. Now, Ms. Waddy, that's an interesting yeah. question now. Because we know you don't you watch what you eat. You don't mess with McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's and all that. You don't go to Herald's and you don't get that, that six-piece fried mm. hard mm. or that other half dark Mm, I
0: don't get that.
3: Don't <laughs> get that. My stomachs Yum. hurt. Man, I'm hungry right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, what about donuts? Here and there. Okay. If they're okay.
0: bought to the station, as a you know, somebody being courteous, yeah, I'm grab As far as buying them on my own time at home, no,
3: I don't get Okay. All right. Well, Ms. Wiley, well, since we have you, why don't you go ahead and kick off that... Uh,
0: the notification. Yep, yep. Not too many. We don't have that many notifications today. Okay. It's just a Chicago man is sentenced who carjacked the driver so he could get to court for a different charge for possession of stolen vehicle. Edward Fleming was charged with possession of his, of a stolen motor vehicle in January 2020. The following month, prosecutors said Fleming and two other offenders carjacked a man from Joliet so he can get to his court appearance. The victim told police he drove to West Pullman around 8 a.m. to meet a woman he found on a dating app. He arrived. A 14-year-old girl directed him to another location, at which time Fleming pointed a gun at him, while the, while another offender punched the victim in the face, and all the offenders took the victim, victim's phone and keys and car. Fleming was due in court at 9 a.m., that morning, but he didn't make it because at 8 a.m., Chicago police spotted Fleming parked the stolen car less than a block down from the Fifth District Police Station in the court building located on 111th Street. Officers placed all the offenders in custody and a handgun was recovered from the car. Due to Fleming receiving credit for two years, he spent already in custody and a fifty percent reduction for good behavior, Fleming is scheduled to be paroled at 18 September 2026.
3: Wow. Mm, mm, mm. So you mean to tell me, this guy who was fighting a a uh, a uh, uh, stolen car, possession of a stolen car case already, stole another car so he can go to court? Sound oh. like a win. Sound like a win to me, <laughs> man. Hey, there go your next mayor. <laughs> how how? My <laughs> thing is eight o'clock in the morning. You at eight o'clock in the morning? Well, shit, sure. uh, I had to get to school. My God. And and then the story behind it where you you answer, you know, this dude answered you on, on a date nap. And you set it up where, you know, got this 14 year old, you know, and then they he sh- and this dude must have been thirsty as hell, because at eight o'clock in the morning, I ain't going nowhere, at eight o'clock in the morning to meet nobody. But, you know, <laughs> he get there and get jacked in there. You know, then he go in the stolen car to the police station or to the court. Well, we can't write this. You can't write a better (laughs) script. You can't write a better script. Nice. All right. (laughs) All right. What else we got, Ms. White?
0: Just anonymous tips, anonymous tips up to $5,000 for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions and up to $15,000 for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can always call 833-408-0069 or you can always email at cpdtip.org.
3: All right, that's self-explanatory there. And it go hands-in-hand on what we talk, what, you know, our next topic of the show, which is the, which is the crime. Now, we're in 2023. 2022 was, was rough, not gonna lie. Now we got our, you can go on a site called Hey Jackass Chicago and it lists a a lot of different stats about about the crime, about homicides, people shot, carjacking, whatever. And they get their information from CBD historical database, ISP, Illinois State Police Expressway shooting database, the arrest records, uh, the medical examiner's office, okay so we're just not spewing just spewing numbers these are actual factual factual numbers so for 2022 uh shot and killed 665 people were shot and killed in the year of 2022 mm. shot and wounded 2937 man and let's be honest without moderate uh medicine and, and, and fast response times for, for ambulance, numbers would be even higher. Yeah. So this, all, the, all these numbers e- equivalent to, there's a person shot every two hours and 26 minutes and a person is murdered every 11 hours and 56 minutes. Just let that, soak, just let that sink in. For the year 2022, a person is shot every two hours and a person is married, murdered every 11 hours.
5: Wow. wow. Mm.
3: Crime have risen overall 41%. Now we break down as far as the demographics, of course, 77% of people who are killed or are black, 17, Hispanic, and 4% white or other. Motor deaths is is risen 57%. Shootings up 33% and thefts is up 22%, uh, 32%. Everything's up. Everything is up. (laughs) Everything is up. And this is ridiculous. (laughs) People are leaving. Jobs are leaving. People are leaving, relocating. Officers are leaving, retiring. Hard to recruit. But, okay, all right. Here's where we're at. That's the numbers. That's the numbers. So, we got the mayoral mayor, uh, uh, election coming up next month. We have the candidate. They had the first debate a few days ago. And the biggest question, of course, is about this crime. So, that's the show for today, ladies and gentlemen. What is the solution? We can't get rid of crime, 100%. So It's always going to be crime. But what can we do to decrease it? So what we're gonna do, we'll listen to a couple of uh, ideas and opinions that the, the, the candidates have. We're gonna give ours. And then we also went and talked to people on the streets and, and picked their brains, see what can politicians do to decrease the crime in Chicago.
9: Crime and public safety are a top concern for many voters, and while murders and shootings have declined over the past year, they are still on the rise and up from where they were three years ago. Many people also still very concerned about carjackings and the random attacks that seem to happen all too often. What is your top priority to make people feel safer? Well, thanks for the question, and thank you for hosting this, ABC. Our main concern in our
3: administration is to make sure that we're addressing the root causes of public safety. Politicians have been continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, and that's why we're here today. We must make sure that we are investing into neighborhoods so that we create new homeowners and thriving business corridors, that we're investing into young people where they have apprenticeships 13 to 25. We reopen up those mental health facilities. We make sure that we institute trade and tech hubs back into our school system so they have a pipeline, a middle class jobs, and police will be the support system. We must address the root causes and give folks alternative and allow them to live middle class lives all throughout the city
0: of Chicago. All right, Jamal, thank you. And Sophia King, 45 seconds. Yeah, so safety is the number one, two, and three issue that's facing our city. Um, I represent from downtown to Hyde Park, with Bronzeville in the middle, and the number one request I get is for more police presence. Now, we know that police are not the only solution. We have to get to the root causes, which is why I have a plan that does both. So I also know that we can both uplift police, we can hold them accountable, we can have safety and justice, and that's the type of leadership that I'll bring to the fifth floor. All right, thank you. And our next candidate, same question, 45 seconds, Cam Buckner.
3: Listen, make no mistake about it. The murder rate in Chicago is too high, and the clearance rate is terribly too low. What you'll hear a lot tonight from a lot of my colleagues here is that um, the answer to this is things like drones or militarization of our police force uh, or defunding the, the police. None of these are the right answer. What we have to do is make sure we invest in safety and justice and have a balanced approach. I've put forth a plan called Safer 77 that does exactly that putting money in communities and the people who are doing the work on the ground. We need to pass the Peace Book Ordinance in the city council. We need to pass the okay. Anjanette Young Ordinance in the city council and find ways to invest, once again, in communities and strengthen uh, our law enforcement apparatus so they can do their job in a constitutional way.
0: All right, thank you. And to our next candidate here, same question. Willie Wilson, 45 seconds.
9: Well, I'm definitely pro-police, man. I mean, taking some of the strict rules and regulation off the police officer so they can do their job, take the handcuffs off the police, put on people who was actually doing it, put four police officers into a car and split it up, integrate, clear up the city in four segment, making sure that people get their off days. You know, police is short now, about 1,600 to 2,000 police officers, add more of them, Take and also expand the uh, retirement age from age from six to five to I mean six three to six to five so we can bring in more police officers to get the job done until we get back up to speed. Okay,
0: thank you. And now to our candidate Brandon Johnson, same question.
9: Well, this is something that we're feeling all over the city of Chicago. It's a serious problem, and it is very personal. My wife and I were raising our family on the west side of Chicago, and we've recently had to change a, a window from one of the bullets that have come through our home. Now, what you're going to hear on this stage is the same old talking points
3: from 40 years ago that has failed, this so-called toughness. And do you feel any safer? That's why you have to be tough and smart. So I'm calling for what works, full investment in youth and employment. There's a direct correlation between youth employment and violence production, mental health care services, and making sure that we're doing everything in our power to invest in communities.
9: Under my administration, we're gonna do what works, and that's investing in people.
0: Okay, thank you. And to our next candidate,
9: Paul Vallis. let me answer the question. What we need to do is return to a community policing strategy that has beat cops on every beat and a community policing strategy that has Chicago police officers on the CTA platforms, on the CTA stations and riding the trains intermittently. Last year, there were f- over 400 uh, high priority 911 calls that were not responded to, including 32,000 assaults in progress. Worry points, I think, reported about that. When the, when you have that level of unresponsiveness, you have rising crime. And when you don't make arrests, you have no accountability. So at the end of the day, we've got to return to a policing strategy in which there are police officers covering the beats, police officers providing uh, protection on the transit system. OK, Paul Dallas,
1: thank <clears throat> you. And to Lori Lightfoot. Well, of, of course, my primary goal is to make sure that Chicago is the safest big city in the country. And we've made progress. Uh, year over year, uh, ending uh, down 14% in homicides, 20% in shootings. But I recognize that people in the city don't feel safe. So we've got to keep uh, working on the strategy that we know is making progress, taking the guns out of the hands of criminals, holding violent, dangerous people accountable, and making sure that we hire more police. 950 were hired last year. We've hired over 200 uh, detectives, but progress is something that we've got to keep making. We've got to make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable and we've got to listen to the people in neighborhoods who are closest to the challenges because they're closest to the solutions. We'll make the investments that we are necessary to keep our streets safe. Okay,
0: thank you. And to our next candidate, Roderick Sawyer, 45 seconds.
9: Thank you. We must understand that this is not a both and approach. Obviously during safety, we want to make sure we have an effective police force and having an effective police force, also a constitutionally compliant police force. Force. We want to make sure that they're abiding by the reforms, they have geographic integrity, but we also have to look at what
3: we're doing. We don't talk to children enough when we're talking about youth-related crime.
9: I'm glad that Representative Buckner mentioned the peace book because I'm one of the prime sponsors of that, but I am not the architect of it. It's a group of young people that wrote that and made sure that they, if they're a part of the problem, they want to be part of the solution. We need to listen more to our youth, engage with them, and really work on that together in order to really ramp down crime. And that's part of our plan. Thank you very much. And our next candidate is Chui Garcia. People all over Chicago feel unsafe. There's been a 41% increase in serious offenses. I published my plan last week at the City Club. It basically consists of ensuring that our department is fully staffed, fully funded, and modernized. There will be new leadership in the Chicago Police Department that will implement the consent decree. It's the roadmap to ensuring greater tranquility in Chicago. In addition to that, there will be comprehensive community development and investment in communities. We will invest in violence prevention. I have the history and the experience in doing that. Chicago can become safer building trust between community residents and the police is at the heart of ensuring that we have a safer chicago okay time is up
3: perfect all right so willie wilson have one more uh strategy on how we can decrease the crime in chicago let's check it out well
9: we we were running chicago um from a business perspective business perspective help bring more business in keep the ones here keep families here we will get a situation that nobody has to be worried about high taxes we'll be tough on crime we'll move all the restriction things from our police officer somebody run chase somebody by foot or car that police officer should be able to chase them down and hunt them down like a rabbit
3: okay cool i don't know like rabbits i love it i love it i love it we'll see what we'll see what happens with the uh election good luck to everybody who's running okay all right but see but we have heard a lot from the candidates and also from our mayor about how to decrease the crime we hear a lot of what is it what we heard we heard investments in the community we heard resources we heard jobs we have we heard the uh um uh, uh kids uh helping kids get work resources so we heard a lot of that and we heard willie wilson saying to take the handcuffs off the police and hunt hunt offenders down like like <laughs> like rabbits that's hey i'm for it I'm, I'm with it i'm with it old school and we also heard a little bit of that you know we need the have the police kind of be the police again indirectly, you know indirectly, yeah, so so guys, what do you think? what do you think this ain't going These don't have to be long, uh, what do you guys think what what can be a way we can kind of decrease some of this crime? whoever wants to go first um well, uh, you're gonna have to me personally I, I feel that we need mental fulfill, mental facilities
5: okay. we need, we need, we need to bring them back cuz uh you know uh, a lot of a lot
3: of stuff c- crime you know come actually come from mentals uh, as well um uh schooling like in the uh communities where uh, they, they actually need to put money in, um, mm-hmm. areas where, um, you know, they, a lot of communities lost a lot of school, a lot of schools have been closed down and, uh, there's no really activities to do afterwards. So it's so easy to just get caught up in stuff these days. Um, um, and of course in honestly, the policing. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs to be some of them restrictions need to be lifted at Amen. Amen. Brother preach um, holiday. Um, that that's your categories. You know, we, mm-hmm. even though the community needs to to need to, to be involved, cause this is their community. You, they want to be safe. We want p- police and want them to be safe as well, but we can't mm-hmm. do it by ourselves. Yeah. So you get the mental. Get that, that mental facilities up and running. You get uh, schools and programs back for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, get the community on board to to watch and police themselves. That way, you probably won't need the police as much. Okay. And then on the police side, you're policing <laughs> their jobs back. Okay. And put sure. some and put some fear in the city. Hey, there you go. Right, right now this city has no fear. Hey, and, there's no respect, right? Mm-hmm. And look now, hey, we get all these crimes, all all these numbers is rising. Just to echo of what you said. You need police to be the police. Mm-hmm. A city without without a strong uh, backbone, uh, or or I can say a house. You have a house that's not founded on on solid ground it's unstable mm-hmm. right now the city's unstable because the, the the support is not solid you know you need you need men you need soldiers you need people who keep keep the laws and rules and regulations in place is it is a reason for that now if you're not safe then it's a problem the city is built on 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 on, on sand we got to get it back solid you can't have people in the poly, in. You can't have people that's 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 ahead of the state want to soft shoe and kind of you know sway the 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 what you call it the 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 penalties and everything's about race and you know it's it's not them it's the environment you, you know at some point you got to hold the people who's doing bad things accountable. But mm-hmm. so my thing is, you need a strong support system for the police to let them do their job if it doesn't look pretty hope it's policing it's not always gonna be pretty. sometimes you get put foot in the ass. I mean sometimes people get get shot, sometimes people get get killed but it's all about you know if it's done correctly, okay all right we're not talking about road officers, we're talking about justifiable things you know somebody that's out right. there doing something wrong end up losing their life so what so be it 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 sucks but that person that person needs to be held accountable he needs to be held accountable for his actions okay so all right with that case maybe you need to you know you you gotta have a strong support a defense system you gotta have a strong system you get rules and regulations and you gotta keep it in place and people gotta abide by it you know, and stop letting people out who who are committing these crimes. I think that's another problem. You know, you get people who be given chance after chance after chance, people taking advantage of it, then they do something real serious and people are going, well, why is he out? Exactly. Somebody do something, not only lock him up and throw it, Not, not we're not saying just lock him up and throw away the key, while he's locked up, that's his chance to kind of reform back into modern society, you know, make him go, you know what I'm saying? He have to go to jail. He got to prove himself, him or her. They have to prove themselves that they can come, when they come out of jail, that they, they reform back into, you know what I'm saying, a righteous citizen. But if you just keep giving a person a chance at chance, they're taking advantage. And that's what you see. Holiday and, and Ms. White have been saying, saying it both. That's, what, that's why crime is so crazy because you're not, you, right now people are not saying what they mean to mean what they say. Yeah, we're going to be tough on crime. Well, how? how? How if you keep letting people go? How are you tough on crime? How if you want to imp- implement uh, the safety act rule? How if you want to let, you know what I'm saying? How are you going to be tough on crime if you don't want police to do their job? You're firing police, you're suspending police. You don't want police to be proactive. Everything is racially motivated. You can easily, decide, you can easily fill out an affidavit. You don't have to fill out an affidavit to put complaints on police. It, it's like, wait a minute. You're not serious about being tough on crime. So if that's, if you want to be tough on crime, that's how you can be tough on crime. When these people do something wrong, hold, the, hold their feet to the fire, and have them be accountable. No more of this time out stuff talking about, yeah, we give them another chance to come come to court before we put a warrant out for the arrest. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no more of talk. no more of this, you know, they doing it because of the color of my skin. No more of this because of the, the environment I grew up in. No more because there's no schools or resources and stuff like that. No, it's time out for all that, it's time out. If you really want to take the city back, you want to be serious about crime, you know what I'm saying, we know what to do. Ask people that's in law enforcement, how we get the, can get the city back? And none, none of this, this weak ass, you know, oh, you know, we, you know, they want to work, and there's no jobs, and you know, well, you can't live off the what what minimum wage is, and nah, bro, that ain't nah. No, no, no. We, no you have to be tough on crime. You, let's be tough on crime. You know, you go to school, you go to school, you go to work, or you get a trade, or you go to army, whatever the case may be. The story that we told earlier about the uh, the notification, you had, you had, you had this one dude who's already on. Uh, who had to be in court for carjacking, end up carjacking another person to get to court. That dude ain't worried about school. You had a 14-year-old girl out there posing as the person that that, that the person who was supposed to come and meet. That person not in school is 8 o'clock in the morning. Why are you not in school? Matter of fact, where's your parents? That's the problem Mm -hmm. we're talking about. Yeah, okay, you can have schools and, and, and communities and resources, yeah, but we need people... They want to be serious with it. Right now, we we got these youth, the youth. Some of these youth are not serious about about going to school and finding a trade. They just, they just want to be. They just want just want to focus on thuggery and crime and stealing and shooting. That's the ones we're talking about. It's easy to get the ones who want to go to school. Yeah, I have resources in, in school. You the kids that want to do that. That's that's fine. We are talking about the ones who don't. Well, how are you gonna How are you gonna address that? The ones who don't want to go to school. The ones who don't want a job. The one who don't want to, you know, say be an abiding citizen. What you gonna do with them when they come and stick a gun in your face, or rob you for your possessions, or rape your daughter, or your, your, your or your, or your wife, or what? What are you gonna do about them? That's what I'm. T- that, that's where I'm at, and that's why you need an iron hand for some of these cats that that commit these type of crimes. Mm-hmm. You can't soft shoot that. They're not scared. Uh, Man. Oh, Miss Watt, do you have anything?
0: Um, people need God. People need to fear God. People need Christ. People need to get saved in these last days because it's perilous times we're living in. As far as the law, as far as the lawmakers, um, stop, stop looking at criminals and their consistent violent behaviors and saying we got to make this fair for them. There's nothing unfair for them. If you commit Mm -hmm. a crime, you deal with the consequences. That's not unfair. That's not a matter of race. You did a crime. If I offer you resources, counseling resources, and you choose not to take them up, that is on you. You do not need to be around the general public or the community because you are not committed to changing and making new changes in your life. That's not anybody's, nobody can force you to make any life changes. So there should not be any more. There needs to be time out overall of coddling criminals. Yes. Like this whole coddling and enabling them, making them the victims. No, I don't believe you're a victim. I don't, I don't believe you're a victim. You need to, you need to figure out what resources you have that's accessible if you don't feel like they're accessible try to get with somebody who can make them accessible you know what i'm saying like seek help because some of these in many of these situations and you guys know as well in y'all district some of these people you find out why they're doing it they're doing it for opportunity everything is not a poverty issue right every Mm -hmm. everything every situation every motive is not because of poverty a lot of these motives is because of opportunity because it's enablement you got people enabling them and making them victims. Like, stop doing that. Stop tying the police officer's hands and saying, "No, you can't put chase anymore," because what if he trips on his shoelace and busts his head? Come that's on. on, no, that's on. Come no. on, right? Like, no, right? People who are very capable of holding themselves accountable and not committing crime. No, not doing that. Bye. Not doing that not my fault i didn't tell you to be a criminal you chose that so no either you accept the counseling resources or different resources that you need that's out there or you get held accountable and you go to jail
3: simple as that simple as that and listen we went out we went out to the city and we 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 talked to a few few people and want to pick their brains and get in and and learn from the community members, what, what is a way in their eyes that we can decrease the uh, uh, the crime in Chicago? Um, Jesus Christ,
4: people getting saved.
7: I think that's the only way to do it. Man can't do it alone. Crime can be decreased by holding criminals more accountable for their actions. And stop giving them a slap on the wrist for dangerous crimes such as murder, robbery, sexual assault, or
4: attempted murder, or anything that's a threat to somebody's life? So the question was, how can we decrease or stop the violence that's going on in Chicago? And that is a very loaded question because it's not just a one-and-done, a two-and-done, or even like a three-and-done. It's a whole... Like scroll that would have to be unrolled in order to address the violence issue that goes on in the city. So I would have to say that multiple things can be true at once in regard to the issues in Chicago being and all over the world and in this country being systemic, and also you know, people do need to be accountable for their own actions. So on the one hand, I will say, capitalism, white supremacy, are factors that greatly contribute to um, the violence that goes on. You know, if you peel back the layers, you see that that is the root cause of it. Now, the individual actions that people choose to partake in, yes. And this may sound completely contradictory, but trust me, little bit of reading, a little bit of like research, a little bit of like listening to other people who are experts on topics like this. Um, you'll begin to see that um, it's a very valid uh point. However, if I were to narrow it down to something that's more concrete, is something that we can put our hands on besides people being accountable for their actions, besides capitalism just running ragged, you know, through our society. I would say it's the access to the firearms. Now, Chicago is the city with the strictest gun laws as far as I'm concerned as of right now um, in the country. However, we do see our fair share of gun violence and violence in general, you know, that takes place in our city. And it's not even just isolated to, you know, one area. It starting to infiltrate into other areas that people would deem more affluent, uh, safer, you know, things like that. We border, and we're right next to Indiana. So the access to weapons is very easy. You know, I grew up on the far far south side of Chicago, and it was not that far my dad to get in his car and drive to Indiana to go get gas. So, Chicago's proximity to Indiana is so close, and Indiana has way more relaxed laws when it comes to access to firearms, which is a big deal in the city. Although we are not the worst, we do have a big problem. I do think that Something needs to be done about the relationship between the gun laws in the city and the access that is still available to weapons.
8: Okay, first and, 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 and foremost, they need to address that it exists. I mean, we watched the debates the other night, and very little was said about the crime that's running rapid in the city.
7: So the only thing you really talked about was was, was providing... Uh, resources for our youth as far as you know safe havens where they can go and be safe you know but they didn't really address about the gangs that's and in the gang bangers yeah and, and the criminals really really bring chaos into our community.
8: And while we do need safe havens and and places where kids can go after school programs and things of that nature, that's for the future of keeping kids off the street, keeping them out of gangs and getting them involved with activities that's that's you know best formed that's good and wholesome. but nothing was addressed. We need to address what's going on today. we need to address the crime of all the shooting and all this killing and and, and the stealing and the theft and, and carjacking. And now it seems to be a thing of pounding on the elderlies, you know, jumping out on elderly people and catching you totally off guard and off bay. So I didn't hear anything on the forum that really addressed that issue. It's soft
7: shooting. The mayor was on the defense. People are losing lives, people are probably being stolen. We have even even these game breakers are now jumping up on jumping on senior citizens, taking the little they have. What a what a sad sight to see a lady walking her dog being robbed. Because because of these these, these 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 thieves.
4: And unfortunately it's not something that you can
8: say that's just in Inglewood or the West Side. I mean, it's all over now
7: got to be getting worse because police are retiring at a record rate now. You can't, and then you probably can't publicize that police will leave them. Police are scared to do their job. Their hands, are, their hands are high income. And if they feel, if they, you know, if they do something that cost them their job, they're not going to do it. They're just going to, you know, they're just going to just just look the other way, more or less. Do you know, the politicians know what to do? I don't know if the politicians know what to do, how to, how to curb this violence and, and turn it, Turn it in a different
8: direction. Not a popularity contest. People need to stop trying to save their seats by trying to go with popular demand, and really uh, uh, work on crime in the city. And if that means that you you know you're one term mayor, then so be it. But at least you go down in record of saying that you did something for the city and that you cleaned it up. Um, uh, trying to rebuild and restructure. It's no good if you have crime running rapid. If people are scared to live here, come here, visit here, you know, they come here for a visit and they might end up
4: being killed, you know. Um, or robbed. Or robbed. So it was a very disappointing
7: uh, debate in my book. They just did, they didn't really address the, the problem, what, what the solution was. They they all kind of skipped around, except for Willie Wilson. He's the one that said, take the hand, take the handcuffs off the police, and put them on the criminals. If you have to chase them, chase them. Either with your car or either on the foot. Chase it down like a rabbit.
8: (laughs) And that is exactly the words that he used. I hope that we can find someone that would really clean up the city and not be afraid uh, to lose their seat out of popular demand.
7: The bottom line is they have to come with some kind of losers. They just can't sit up there and skip around the question and not give us no concrete answer to the question. You know, how do we take care of this, this terrible problem describing the city?
8: There's a, there's an answer, but it's like people just don't want to come out. First of all, they need to give you your authority back, and they're the ones that have taken it away. Authority being the power, the right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce
7: uh obedience that's authority i've never seen a city that allowed criminals or whoever drive around in their cars with some machine guns in their cars or you know it, without a fear of being stopped law enforcement people know what they're doing do their job and you guys arrest them 40 years you get 40 years he does 40 years
8: and if you have to bring the three strike rule, you bring it back. If you have to bring the stop and press, you bring it back. If you have to stop a car and stuff because it may show probable cause or you have through your authority or through your expertise feel that this something not right with this, then so be it. I don't think it was a very good debate. We didn't I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. Um, as to what's going to be done. But crime should be the forefront. And to me, it was put on the back burner. We need to get a politician in there that's going to turn back backside up.
2: So I've been dealing with the issue of youth violence for a while now, probably since 2007, and it's different in every community. Um, I've seen initiatives come that are funded by the government but then they leave, so there's no consistency. So if you're going to try to do something, if you try, if you find those solutions, as Amethyst was saying, every community is different, so there's different initiatives everywhere. But that's also a lot of, um, it's a lot of emotional labor that people have to do. So are they being compensated for, for this work? Um, are we providing enough resources to actually make a change, um, or are we just saying, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to reduce violence, and then we out. Okay. So there's no consistency um, with whatever laws are being passed. And so for me, the way that I think about it, it's a holistic approach. You can't just say, well, we're gonna get the kids off the street by providing them with an after-school program. Okay. What is it? You, you you can't just right, say that, it? and that's going to be like the one all solution. It's different. You have to look at them holistically. Are they being fed at home? Um, do their parents know how to parent? Do the parents know how to manage the house, finances, all of that? So to me, it's holistic. It's not just about the child, but it's about the parent so they have to get to the root cause of like, well, why is this cycle happening in this particular family? Like okay. it's it's not it's not black and white. There's
3: a lot of gray. Yep, There's a lot of gray. everything starts at home right
2: yeah there can be a policy but then if it's not being enforced at home or you know just the surrounding community of that child because it takes a village but if that Mm -hmm. child don't have the village what good is the policy
1: so as it relates to violence reduction here in the city of chicago I've been hearing a lot from politicians lately about, you know, giving youth jobs and opening resources for them. And, you know, those are not bad ideas, but I feel that they should not be in the absence of discipline, correction, and teaching repeated offenders about consequences for their actions. So to answer that question, what politicians can do to reduce violence in this city, um, I feel that they should put a greater focus, interest, um, and energy into the law-abiding citizens and to treat repeated offenders, including the youth who are repeated offenders, as the terrorists that they are. And, yeah, they should be providing them with the resources and the jobs and the therapy, you know, and all of those supports, but also treating the crimes that they commit with a strong arm, you know, to let them know that, hey, it's not okay to do whatever it is you want to do to people and, and not pay, um, you know, for those actions.
3: We want to thank everybody for partaking in our, our discussion there where, you know, what can be done to decrease the crime. And, and it is no question, no doubt about it, that it's going to take all hands on deck and it's going to take multiple of uh, things in order to de- decrease the crime. Right. So exactly. There is no one, one, one thing and it's going, the crime is going, going to be decreased it's a multiple of, 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 of things that have to be done in order to decrease the crime. We heard a lot today. We talked a lot. We want to thank everybody for, for you know, having patience with us and listening, but this was much needed. You, you know, you guys can, can agree. Um, this conversation needs to be had because we can't keep living like this. The city can't, you know, 700 homicides for three years in a row. Crime is steady going higher and higher. It's going to last this way. So we need a serious approach, uh, a serious conversation, and also serious uh, ramifications as, as, as well. Everything has to start with an agenda, with a conversation. That's the first and foremost. And then we build on that and we, you know, be consistent with it and be disciplined with it and we need to, you know, and just just need to see it through. Need to see it through. Yeah, I think it's it's uh like you said, well needed. Um, well, well. It's something it's it's like a never-ending conversation, but hopefully, mm-hmm. twenty-three turns around. Hopefully. Oh man, it has to, right? And that's the show, guys. That's the show. But we really want to hear from y'all. What do you guys think that? that lawmates can do or police can do or the community members can do or so-called activists in these communities can do to <laughs> decrease the violence in, in Chicago. We want to hear from you. Of course, always hit us up. Our link is always in the description section. Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. And you know, let's, you know, let's turn this thing around. We want all our law and by the citizen to man be aware of your surroundings and and help each other out love each other and you see some say something holiday and miss waddy thank you for being on us right on right along with me and for our men and women in blue we want you guys to be alert be aware and be safe but also be dangerous so until next time we'll talk to you guys later wait a minute people we're not done yet we have to announce our blue cape award winner holiday who's getting the award today today's blue cape award winner goes out to no other than all of our law While cowards and domestic terrorist players are neighborhoods with violence, the strong and the brave citizens go out and live their lives day to day, and in some cases defending themselves in their neighborhood from these cowards. We on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast encourage you all to keep living. If you see something, say something, look after each other, work with and build a relationship with the police so we can have a better and safer community. Thank you for being our law abide and congratulations on being our Blue Cape Award winner. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all. If you have any questions, comments, or you want to vent, hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com.